Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome in, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined with my good buddy Corey Massey today on Monday. Good, morning. good afternoon, Corey. Good afternoon, Drake. All right, and always running the board is Clayton the Claw Harris. What's going on? And we call Coleman. him the Claw because the Claw knows all. You know, the Claw is ever knowing, and the Claw. I don't know about the, that. The Claw, you know, it knows everything. So, uh, uh, here we are on Monday morning. It's a gorgeous day right downtown in uh, Columbia, Tennessee on West 7th Street at the WKOM Studios, 101.7 on your dial. If you're in your car, just reach forward and push that little button on the channel uh, on the channel on the front of your uh, radios, and it will beep, and it will lock this station in because we are on with the Sports Hour on Monday, Thursdays, and Fridays. Uh, for one hour from four to five. And uh, it was quite the weekend of uh, college football, pro football. The Titans won. The Vols had the weekend off. Vanderbilt had the weekend off. Did, did, the, did the door? Yeah, they were. Do they even have a football team? They've got a football team. Man, they're th- <laughs> they were. They've co- they've covered their yearly. <laughs> now wait a minute, Corey. <laughs> covered their yearly right. win total. And now hold on now. And and now Corey, no, don't wait. See, don't turn your back on Vanderbilt. Now you you have been you've been a big Vanderbilt fan over over the years. I have, I have. I, you, you hadn't jumped off that boat, have you? I mean, you haven't. I mean, you're still you're still a Vanderbilt fan, but, so, or is it just certain sports? Uh, now you know certain. You know, some Vanderbilt fan, boy, when baseball season comes around, you, you see a lot more black and gold being worn. Now, right, during right. football season, you don't see as much black and gold. It fell off after James Franklin left. <laughs> really? I mean, you think you think that was it? I mean, do you think – do you think – okay, let's talk about James Franklin. Do you think he's done – do you think he's done the job that Penn State thought he was going to do when he got to Penn State? No, I don't okay. think so. You thought they expect a little bit more out of it? I think, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he's done. I mean, think about where they were at, though. The fact that they can even recruit at that school, right? But you got to give Bill O'Brien a lot of credit. He did a great job after Paterno died, taking over during that whole mess, right? Big mess. Right. Big. And you know, he ended up parlaying that into a job with the Houston Texans, and and did fairly well there over. Right. Of course, I wish this play column was a little bit better down in Tuscaloosa, but that's just my opinion. But yeah, okay. um, yeah. no, I mean, I think I think Franklin's done okay. All right. Well, for you listeners that don't know, Clayton and Clayton and I are always here. And today we brought in a little special special commentary guest, my old referee buddy Corey Massey, and um, what a crew y'all were. Oh man, y'all, y'all were together everywhere for what the past you decade. Know, or well, so? oh. you know when that when when business needed to be taken care of. <laughs> They, you know, you got you got to call the big guns in. You know what I mean? I mean that's just we, the way we've it is. got some good stuff. What, what's the worst call you've seen Drake <laughs> miss in your time officiating with them? What's the worst miss? I mean, uh, there's probably a top ten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Letterman, you know, Letterman used to have the uh, the top ten list. Maybe we can call you Bruce know. Slight and he can I mean, add a couple oh, of I'm, lists. I'm sure Bruce, <laughs> Bruce has them written down somewhere. Yeah, I guarantee he does. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, we all miss them. 
So oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I no mean, doubt. the game's gotten so quick and so I mean, it's so fast. Very fast. And, and basketball is the only sport that when you blow the whistle, you got to have something right then and there. Yeah, yeah. Every other sport, you got some time to think about it. And there's no, there's no, re, you know, there's no reviewing anything. You don't get a video review. You know, now even in college basketball, I'm talking high school level. Mm-hmm. College basketball, college football, I guess even college baseball, they're allowed to use video review if it's available. But but high school basketball, or high school sports, I guess in general, yeah. you know, not yet, not yet. But I mean. People need to keep that in mind. We we can't go back and, and review anything. We can't look at video tape evidence of out of bounds calls or who touched it last or whatever it is. We got to make that right then and there. Right. And so uh, you know, you know, football they can get together and pick up the flag and wave it. True. I mean, true. But, you can get together. But and once you, you once you call a charge, it's a, a offensive player control. It's offensive player control. What you call it a block? Now Corey and I have never gotten into where. He's 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 come out with one call, and I've come out with the exact opposite call on the same play. In other words, it's called a blarge, where one of us has a block, one of us has a charge, and that's right. that is uh, well, you know, that's what, a mess. You know, that, that is a mess. You know what would help that, and I w- I would love your opinion, and I know we'll get back to football in a second, but the basketball coaches association of Tennessee, I know they have been pushing the TWSWA to put in the semicircle. The semicircle inside, inside the key, inside the paint. So yeah. you can't set up. So you can't set up inside, inside, underneath the goal, basically. Underneath. Right. So, right. so, and and that, and that probably would that help. Would that help officials? You know, I mean, a block charge can happen anywhere on the court. You know, they can happen in the back court, front court, near the mid court line, in the lane. I mean, they can happen anywhere. Um, now, I'm sure a lot more of them. Probably and especially on the higher levels of basketball, uh, college and pro, that 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 prop that probably happens a lot more. And they probably put that semicircle in there to stop guys from preventing defensive players from setting up uh, in that in that area as players are going up and they're in the air and vulnerable to being. It's a safety issue, right? Yeah, absolutely. Started in the pros, dropped to college. College has and it now. Then, yeah. You know, I'm sure high school. Now we'll adapted at some yeah. point. Now yeah. what about what about the shot clock? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Now at the state, I went to the state meeting for referees this year and coaches over in Shubble, and they were talking. Uh, uh, TWSAA representative was talking about uh, the shot clock, you know, and then, you know, he said other states have had it, and you know, Tennessee right now, and he and he basically said it's a money thing. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. It's right? a. It, not you, a. You got to pay somebody else to. to you got to have. You got to have. And you talk. You got to. You've got to have. And basically, another official. They're running the shot clock. Right. You've got to have shot clocks on both ends. Uh, you know, there's just all this. There's all that's this an expense that a lot of these schools cannot afford. That's right. And right now, they're they're hurting on officials as it is. You, Absolutely. You don't need a guy running a shot clock. You need a guy out there in stripes calling. Uh, you know, fouls and violations. So, you know, what do you do as far as uh, – I, I don't see Tennessee getting a shot clock anytime anytime soon in the near future. Um, you know, there's a lot of other problems that need to be taken care of uh, within just getting a basketball – two uh, girls and a boys basket, varsity basketball games done at right. night. You know. Right. No. So now They've talked about approving it for the state tournament. 
and that's instant replay and shot clock, but they've never. That never, can change how a team plays. That's oh, right. Definitely. I mean, I don't. I mean, that's that would be an, an just having time one, to institute right. it. Yeah, just having one for the uh, state tournament. state tournament. Right. That that would that that could be detrimental to some teams. Now, in the rule book, talking about uh, video. Video using Replay. video, yeah. uh, you could use video in in the state championship games if video is is there, which it normally is. Um, you know, you can use you can you can go back and review that video. Well, and, so in situations where did a did someone get a shot off in time or right. was a foot on the baseline? You know, I, I can see that. everything else though to me is ju- judgment calls. On, on right, that's point. right. But you see them stopping college games all the time, all the or, time. You know, right? And going and going back for video review and all that type of stuff. And then, and uh, you know, I'm just saying, folks, you listening out there, and you go to these. Uh, junior high and freshman, junior varsity and, and high school basketball games as we're approaching basketball season. You know, just be kind. You know, take it easy on your referees. They're, they're out there doing the best they can and, 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 and making judgment calls the best they can. And, uh, you know, there is no, like I said, there is no video review. There is so so. Don't don't expect that you know we can go to that. Take, take it easy on them. Don't yeah. try to pull their pants down. Right. I mean, don't try, yeah. Don't try to pull their. <laughs> pants. Don't don't try to assault them. The, like the yeah. best thing for that, Clayton Drake. For me, I, I start laughing and grinning, and it just makes them. Yeah, it makes them even matter. Right. So, sure. That you just kind of blow it off and just kind of shake your right. head and keep right. going. What's, right. what's your What's your favorite county to go to? My fa- my favorite county to go and call basketball in that I probably have the most fun going down there is probably Lawrenceburg. Summertime. I mean, well, with, with Lawrence some, County in La- general. I mean, excuse me, Lawrence County. Yeah. Yes, probably between Summertown, Lawrence County High School, Loretta. and Loretta. Yeah. And you know, uh, God bless all the people down there in Lawrence County. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I, I love. Feel, them I feel death. like a rock star every time I come back because there's one night I was in Lawrenceburg. Somehow they got a hold of my name, and they were just chanting "Let's go, Corey!" And it was just, it was, it's fun. The 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 fans down there, the the communities down there, they love their sports, and they pack the house. And that's that's great. I yeah. love it. I mean, yeah. what what's better than what's worse than going to a gym and not having any and and, <laughs> and, and calling a big doubleheader? And it happens in AAA all across oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. across South Central all South Central Middle Tennessee. Absolutely. But, but you go to Summertown, and I don't care who Summertown's playing, but you go to Summertown, and that place is packed out, ready to rock for the girls' game. They don't Absolutely. just wait till the boys. Yeah. Game. And there's no, girls' team's great, right? And there's no other gym like Summertown. No, it's not. It's going back in time. Oh yeah. yeah. And of course, back in the old days when Rick Insel was coaching over at Shebbyville, uh the the Shebbyville gym would be packed for the girls' game, and then after the girls' game was over, <laughs> everybody left. Right. Everybody left. Yeah. There's nobody sitting for the boys' game when I, it's when it's normally generally opposite. opposite. Right. 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 I've got a DVD <clears throat> that uh, was given to me, and I gave it to Dad because it's from 1968. 69 Columbia Central and their video highlights of them playing basketball. And wow. y'all ought to see that gym. Just the, the one back here. The old Central Gym, it was packed. Wow. Packed. It's a cool little video. That is neat. Cool I bet video. I bet I bet that is neat. Speaking of Central and uh where where the school currently sits, 
Drake, you guys were out there Friday and Saturday for the uh, Saturday night for the middle school. Did you did you hang around and watch that game? You know, I did, did you not, hear about it? I listened. I listened to that. So so what's happened now, Corey? I guess you know. Uh, you were there. Were, were you there Saturday there? night yep. or Friday night? Saturday night. Okay, so for all you listeners out there, Murray County Public School Systems has put together a uh, has put together a Murray County Middle School conference where all the middle schools within Murray County, which I guess there's five of them. Or five, and then CA's team number six. Okay. So there's six middle school teams, uh, football teams, and they play kind of a, a, a round robin throughout the year and, and within their little conference, within their conference. And then they have a, little, a playoff the Tuesday before the Saturday of the championship game. And this past Saturday was a championship game. And it was played on uh, Jim Cartwright Field at Lindsey Nelson Stadium right out there in Murray County Park where Central High School is located. And uh, undefeated CA Bulldogs went down. You you missed a good game. Unbelievable. Missed a good so game. Unbelievable. So tell, have we got time? To yeah, talk? we got we got about three or four minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. So I mean, uh, Cox scored early, got up six to nothing. They have the ball third down with about forty seconds to go in the ball game at their own 32, 33 yard line. The running or the quarterback kept it on a key. All you had to do was stay in bounds. All you had to do was stay. CA was out of timeouts, I think. So all you had to do was stay in bounds. The clock would run out and the game's over. He gets tackled out of bounds. So then it's fourth down in about what, six or seven from about the 30 yard line with 30, 40 seconds left or so? Yeah, it's, it's below a minute. Yeah. CA makes a stop. I know they got the ball back with 35 seconds to go in the game at the EA Cox 30. Oh, they, I cut the radio off. Don't tell me CA throws some deep pass and wins the ball. They scored uh, with five uh, seconds left. Are you serious? They threw, I missed that. They threw a deep pass down to about the 10 or nine yard line. Five seconds to go in the game. It's about 10 seconds to go in the game. No, they catch it. Kid goes out of bounds. Okay, right? so Ten. so there's about ten seconds left, and it's six nothing. It's six yeah. nothing. They run a play. Cas QB almost gets sacked. Tosses it up in the air to Alex Heffington. Alex gets it. Tumbles into the end zone with five <laughs> seconds to go. They go, they go. I was listening. I thought it was over. They, I mean, I, that's why I cut. The, that's why I cut the game off. They went for two. Did not get it. It's six to six. We go to overtime. First play of overtime. CA gets the ball. Each team gets the ball to the 10 yard line. CA had it first. They scored on the first play. They went for two, didn't get it. EA Cox is possession now. It's fourth and goal from the eight or nine yard line. Yeah. They slipped the running back out of the backfield on a wheel route. Wide open touchdown. Broken coverage. Tied yeah. game. Tied the game. They Daniel Booker, Daniel the, Booker quarter, the quarterback the, we had him on the radio uh before the game. He threw it to the Kalioka wide receiver, Aiden Scott. And then So they, he scored. He scored. We're tied. Now EA Cox goes for two. And they run behind big number fifty Liam Titus just off center. And he gets in for the two point conversion. <laughs> hey, that that Titus kid's a beast. He is huge. He's huge. He's he's, he's a, huge. He's stronger than the average adult. He, I mean, he, it's a, it's unbelievable. He destroyed the middle all night long for CA. Just he's, coming in the middle. He's six foot, probably what two thirty, forty. Wow, he's a, a big kid. Yeah, maybe another another Keel Mason. I don't know. Maybe, but tell Shaq me this, Mason. Clayton, does those kids from EA stay together and go to Central? Or do they? They split? did this past year. Now they will. They all as of now until they build that new high school at Battle Creek. They're all going to Central. 
that that group could be special, and, and so can CA's group of kids. Oh, absolutely. So, so moving yeah. up. So, Just, well, well, you think when you when you merge the talent with Thorne and EA Cox together, right? Pretty good. It there should, you go. should be pretty good. So, okay. Well, there you go. That's what I, I, I had no idea. I missed all that that action because I thought the game I thought the game was over. I mean, you know, each team couldn't move the ball. I mean, it's a defensive battle. Yeah, EA Cox had, had a forty-five, fifty-yard pass first half, scored, made it six nothing, and that was it for the rest of the game until overtime. Until five or ten seconds oh, yeah, to go in the right. game. Yeah. <laughs> What a game. I mean, I, that's the best game I've seen the Lindsay Dome Stadium all year. I was listening to Big Lou and his dad. They did great. Big they? Lou yeah. and Big Lou's daddy. Big, Big Lou's Big daddy. Big Lee, yeah. Big Lee. Yeah. Big Lou and Big Lee Maddox were on, the, were on the call. I was listening to him driving back home, and we, my wife went out to eat dinner. I said, let's just cut it on the radio. I cut it on, and he was like, you know, they got time to run the clock out. And I thought. That's you know. what we all thought. <laughs> he went out of bounds. It's unbelievable. Well, kids being kids, right? That, that's it. That's it. Crazy kids. Okay, we're going to take a break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Corey, Clayton, and myself, Drake, will be right back. You are listening to the Frontport Sports Radio Hour. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to do some NFL and some Top 25 College. And I've got the Magic 8-Ball pick at the end of this hour. We need some magic gate ball. Okay. Yesterday was a bad day. It's on fire. It'll be okay. I'm going to bring you back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. For 60 years, people have shopped Parks Motor Sales to get the best vehicles and the best service. ParksMotorSales.com has details on new Buicks, certified pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and much more. Stop by 919 Nashville Highway, take a Buick for a test drive, and learn why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Have you imagined owning a piece of museum-quality estate jewelry? Well, now you can. Hi, this is Rick Tillis inviting you to Tillis Jewelry for our huge estate jewelry sale two days only, Friday and Saturday, October 7th and 8th. 
you will discover over $1 million of antique jewelry, all set with gorgeous diamonds and gemstones at prices in a selection you can only find at Tillis Jewelry. So don't forget, come by early while the selection is best. Friday and Saturday, October 7th and 8th. Look for the updates on Facebook and Instagram. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. I've got uh, Miles from uh, Foodland on the phone. Miles, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, you know, I know your specials they run through next Tuesday. So, uh, what do you got for us this week? Uh, this week we have whole ribeyes for five ninety nine a pound, boneless chuck roast for three ninety nine a pound, fresh corn on the cob two for one dollar, fresh greens collard or turnip ninety nine cents each. Gatorade four for five and Dixie Crystal Sugars two for five dollars. Wow, that's a, a lot of good things there. Those ribeyes especially sounded pretty good. So give us uh, your your times uh, and the, when you're open and all that good stuff. Oh, uh, we are open seven days a week, seven a.m. to nine p.m. All right. Well, Miles, I, I appreciate you very much. Uh, you know, with that uh, weather approaching, it may not hit us, but uh, everybody needs to go to Foodland and stock up on your supplies anyways. Miles, mm-hmm. you, you have a great day. All right. Thank you. You too. Thank you. The two words we live by. The coach we follow. All right. Blow the horn. Let's go. The famous call we love to hear. Touchdown! It's good to be a Bama fan. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look for revenge against the Texas A&M Aggies. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, this is George Plaster, and for the very best in sports, keep your dial on 101.7 FM WKOM. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, he is Clayton, and our guest buddy over here today is Mr. Corey Massey. And uh, it is Monday, and uh, tonight we've got Monday Night Football, and I'm 
pretty sure the Magic 8-Ball has a pick on Monday Night Football game, but I'm not going to get the Magic 8-Ball out until the end of the hour to keep you guys teased and hanging in here and listening to what else we've got to tell you about sports-wise. Um, this weekend, Mr. Aaron Judge, the Giant. Do you know that guy's like 6'7"? Uh, do you know he's like 6'7"? He's built like a tight end in the he's NFL. Like, He's huge. He's huge. Well, that guy is gigantic. And you, he, you know, he was adopted. He was adopted. Did not know that. I did not. He was adopted by by. He's from California, and he was adopted by his, you know, the, now obviously his parents. And he said, "Those are my parents, and I don't really care about finding my original parent, my biological parents. They're my parents, and uh, they their work ethic they taught me was." Uh, you know, come home from school before you're going out to play. You're going to make sure you get every all your homework done, no matter what the deal is. And he said, "That's you know, that's the way I was raised, and that's kind of the deal, which is very refreshing." I think. I mean, you know, no, he's a phenomenal ball player. And you're right. I saw a picture of him in his little league jersey, and he wore number 35. So even back then, he knew he was going to be a big man because that <laughs> number belonged to the big hurt Frank Thomas. There you go. So. There you have it. So over the weekend, um, Judge, before the weekend started, Judge had tied up Maris's uh, root. Yeah, Maris, yeah. Maris's home single season home run record at 61. That was hit, that was hit in 1961 by Roger Maris, uh, of the New York Yankees, who obviously Aaron Judge pay, plays for. But, uh, he, they played at home a three game set, or maybe it might even be, I think it was a three game set against the Baltimore Orioles in Yankee Stadium, packed out the whole stadium. And every time that, and I'm sure if you guys listening out there watched any football this weekend, every time that Aaron Rodgers came up to bat, Aaron, Aaron I mean, Judge. excuse Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Judge came up to bat, they, they double screened it over and, They'd you know, break in, yeah. Right. And, uh, well, you know, Aaron didn't have that great of a weekend. He went in 13 plate appearances. Uh, he had five strikeouts, and he was walked. Let's be fair. He was walked five times. And every time they threw a ball at Yankee Stadium, the Yankee fans would just go, just boo to, you know, the world, you know. You're, They're not going to lay fastballs across the plate to that guy. It's just not going mean, to you know, I mean, that, that, that's, a, that's a highlight a pitcher does not want to be on. No, I mean, you they know, don't want to be known as I the mean, guy that gave up the record-breaking home run. Yeah, yeah then no. So uh, he, he didn't he, – he had – he had out of 13 plate appearances, uh, he had one hit. So <laughs> – and, you know, I'll tell you what, and, it, and I know this is this is – and the thing about the Yankees this year, I know they won the American League East. I know they've got Aaron Judge, and they've been on the put on the pinnacle. They are the they would they wear the pinstripes. They're the Yankees, blah blah blah. But do you know what? Offensively, Aaron Judge is all the Yankees have offensively. I'm just telling you, if you look at the rest of that lineup and do your homework on the New York Yankees and their offensive prowess as as a baseball team. The only person that is that is even hitting close to three hundred is Aaron Judge, and of course he's in the running for the Triple Crown, right? Which is RBIs, home runs, and batting, batting average. average. You know, so um, good luck to him. They they go to the Texas Rangers for the final uh, what three or four games of the season. Yeah, this, I mean this is it at no, the Texas no. Rangers, and they're talking about resting. They actually talking about. I mean, how do you re- how do you rest him? 
Do you, <laughs> maybe that's just a ploy that you put out there to try to take some pressure off of them. Like, you know what? We might rest you. I mean, you, you're one home run away. From, I mean, you can't rest him. Do you, do you rest him, Corey? That, that, that's no. a bunch of bull. DH no. him if you want to rest him. Right. Just DH him. Well, just needs one. I mean, he just, he just yeah. Plays, he plays right field and mostly, right? He, and they're playing one of the worst teams in, in Major League Baseball, the Texas Rangers. I mean, they, you know, they, they're not they're awful. good. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's they they talked to Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, and he said, you know, it's been a lot. It's it's been a lot to deal with with Aaron Boone. I mean, with um, Aaron Judge. I keep getting these Aaron's mixed up. With Aaron Judge, it's been a lot to deal with as far as just the hype and everything else. And I'm sure it's it's probably pretty straining. And, and like we said uh, a week ago, Clayton, the closer, the less games you get, and. You know, window. the closer you get to it and the less games you get, the more that pressure cooker Stress, starts, to, yeah. starts to turn up, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it is. Well, what we'll, it, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to – I'm going to say he doesn't get it. That's just my opinion. Though. Okay. Well, you know, that, that's – But you know what? 61 is a great number. It's a great number. It is. It's, it's, it's a lot of home runs in one game. The question would be, are the pitchers going to pitch to him? You know, if I'm pitching, I don't want to be the guy that gives up 62. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this: If you're pitching, do you want to be the guy that pitched around him? No, but do I'm you a, want I'm, do you want to be the guy? That's, I'd rather you, be the guy pitch around him, not give up six seconds. <laughs> you don't want to be on that highlight <laughs> film for eternity. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> you know, the guy that throws the pitch and then doesn't even turn around because he knows the ball's going 500 feet out of the park. Like those two dudes that are chasing Aaron, uh, Hank Aaron around the bases, you know? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, you remember the, those the two fans. guys? Those two guys out there running around and chasing Hank Aaron. That was hilarious. <laughs> I think they got arrested and taken to jail, but hey, at least they were on that highlight film. They're probably 80 years old now going, hey, man, that's me right there, right around second base. Uh, okay. So what else we got to talk about? In Let's talk about the Titans a little bit. And we were talking earlier uh, before we came on the air. You know, I, I, in my fantasy league this year, I got I got first pick right. So I, I I was lucky enough to draw. Yeah. We're starting a new fantasy league, so I draw luckily draw number one. So I go and I look and I get on the internet and I'm looking all through the internet and guess guess what the internet says? Guess what, guess what all the fantasy guys say? Man, if you don't take Jonathan Taylor for the Indianapolis Colts. You're a moron. And I said, well, I, you know, I don't want to be a moron. I don't want to be called a moron. So I take Jonathan Taylor. And you know what? Jonathan Taylor hadn't done squat. I'm, <laughs> I'm one, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at one and three unless Brandon Ayuk goes crazy tonight. And Jonathan Taylor, uh, is held to 42 yards rushing yesterday against the Titans. Um, <laughs> so you're telling me you took Jonathan Taylor first, being a Bama fan, and you didn't take Derrick Henry. I did not take Derrick Henry. No, I did not. I, and I just, you know, I I just kind of go. I, you know, I hope Derrick does well. I mean, I bet on Derrick the year that Derrick Derrick won me about six grand the year that he won um, uh, the Heisman Trophy. I bet him at uh, four hundred dollars at fourteen to one odds. 
That was a great bet. So, you know, <laughs> oh, it was a great bet. It was terrific. And uh, it was even more, it was even greater going to Mandalay Bay and collecting all that money. That was a fun part. <laughs> My wife and I kind of had one of those indecent proposal moments when we got back, once we got back up to the room. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Spread the money everywhere. She's going to kill me for saying that. But anyway, <laughs> but, but it was one of those moments and it was awesome. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, but I, and Jonathan Taylor, he sprains an ankle, and you know, yeah, a lot Matt of turf toe out there. <sighs> yeah, I, I just think Matt Ryan's bad luck. That, that's that's my. <laughs> I think he's terrible. I, I'm not a big fan of Matt Ryan. I, well, they say he's not much of a teammate. No, I told you, you I, I watched the the Hard Knocks with them about five six years ago. He's a jerk. I'm telling you. Wouldn't be wouldn't be one of my favorite teammates. I'll put it to you that way. How old is he now? He's how long has he been in the league? He came out in the same class as there was a few other quarterbacks. He may have came out when Mariota came out. So him, they may be around the same age. He was from Boston College. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and he's he, been in the league about ten don't years. Get, yeah, absolutely. He's got a he's got a he's got a, a precision rifle arm. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he had it made in Atlanta with all the receivers he had, and he couldn't I mean, get it done. And he's made a ton of money. So, yeah, absolutely, we'll see what happens. The season's not over, but uh, but yesterday, David Long, Dylan Cole, and newly signed Joe Schobert took up the slack. Those are the those are the three inside linebackers for the Titans that just stuffed the middle of that line and did not allow uh, John the Taylor to get off at all. Because I was watching the whole game, cheering and cussing him the whole time. But uh, Danny Cole played his butt off. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan Cole, or Dylan. Yeah, Dylan Cole. The trio, those three: Cole, Long, and Schobert, or it might be Schobert, but I'm pretty sure it's Schobert. Um, the tri- they had 21 tackles, two tackles for loss, and a key forced fumble, one that stifled a potentially game time drive by Indianapolis. Um, How many points that cost you? <laughs> so Taylor was held at 42 yards on 20 carries, his lowest rushing yardage total since the Titans held him to 12 yards as a rookie back in 2020. So uh, kudos to the Titans. They went up there. They took care of business, divisional foe. And everybody thought when when the news came out, like we said, Matt Ryan uh, up to the Indianapolis traded the Indianapolis Colts. Everybody said, "Oh my God, they're going to be loaded with Jonathan Taylor and uh, Michael Pittman Jr." And you know, it's, so yeah, it hadn't worked out so far. There, no, there were one, two, and one. That's yes, I believe that's correct. Yeah, one, two, that's and right. one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do uh, as we move as we move forward? Uh, we've got about a, a minute left in this segment. We're going to talk about some winners and losers from this weekend, um, and we're going to have Monday Night Pick uh, with the Magic 8-Ball, the Rams at the 49ers tonight. And during break, you all can think about this. Why are the why are the 1-2 49ers pick favored by 1.5 over the Rams? I, it's just kind of odd. That, you know. Jimmy G. And Guido in Vegas. Guido always knows. Guido Guido's like the claw. He knows all. And Guido can can set the line somewhere where it's it's just very puzzling, right? So Vegas always knows. Yes, always. So anyway, we're gonna come back and talk about that. The last twenty minutes. I'm gonna have the uh 
Magic 8-Ball Pick. I'm Drake, along with Clayton and Corey. And this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Uh, give us about two minutes, and we'll be right back. It's Friday night, and I feel alright. The party's here on the west side. So I reach for my 40, and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way, God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612. And our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Tennessee High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, he's Corey, and he's Clayton. And we are here on the uh, first Monday of the month, October 3rd. And uh, we're looking at some recapping what went ha- what happened over the weekend. Uh, in college football, the Alabama Crimson Tide went down to Arkansas and and barbecued up some hogs, pretty much. So, I mean, that's got got a little scary there. Uh, they thir- came out a little bruised, but yeah, they ended up pulling away. Uh, Jalen Mil- uh, Milrow comes in to replace Bryce Young, from Katy, Texas. Milrow's from Katy, Texas, and so, did a phenomenal job. I thought, all things considered, yeah that that huge run that right. run that he broke loose right when things weren't looking very good for Alabama. Correct. He uh, he kind of put a Lamar uh, Jackson little action on him, and up the middle he went. And he's big. He's a big. He's, he's a big kid. He is a big dude, and uh, so he he ran uh, he ran that ball. I don't know, eighty five yards to the, like the five yard line or something. Right, right. And then they got it in, and Alabama held uh, held on there, and it was a little. At that point, in the game was a, it was a little sketchy. A little sketchy for Alabama. The number two Georgia Bulldogs went to Missouri, Columbia, Missouri. And ex- barely got well, out of there. I mean, you know, I, I can't say anything because Clayton and I are Alabama fans. And, you know, we went to Texas and stumbled around down there and, and just escaped with a one-point loss. But the Georgia Bulldogs looked as though they, you know, they kind of looked like Alabama and Texas, to be honest. Here, here's, here, here's the key. You got to stop Bowers, the tight end for Georgia. They use him on everything. Yeah. Jet sweeps, screen plays. He's he's a stud. He, he is 
so know. athletic for a yeah. tight end, man. Yeah, I got, where's that guy from? And is it he? I, I, I don't Brock, know. Brock Bowers is his name. I'll, I'll get some info. On anyway, uh, number three, Ohio State um, whooped up on Rutgers as everybody thought, forty nine to ten. They play Michigan State next. Georgia has goes to Auburn, by the way, next, and Alabama plays at home against A and M next. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines went to Iowa and, and they covered and won twenty seven to fourteen. But I thought I thought they'd even do it a little bit. I, I thought Michigan would take care of business because Iowa has no offense whatsoever, none, zero. They have a pretty good defense. I just thought I thought Michigan would 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 beat them a little worse than that. And Michigan is at Indiana there uh, on Saturday. They're number four. Anything on Bowers? Where that kid's from? Yeah, California, Napa, California. He's a sophomore. Napa, California sophomore, six four. How many? How many? I mean, Napa's not very, you know, I've been wine country. Yeah it's, yeah. it's a little, it's a little bitty wine town there. I mean, I mean, their high school, I mean, it, it probably is not as big as, I don't know. It's not very big. I guarantee you there, there can't be more than six, 700 students in it. Probably. I didn't know this, but he's a freshman SEC freshman of the year last year. What? Well deserved. Right. I mean, he, he's the real deal. Clemson Tigers are five and zero, and they took care of business thirty to twenty over NC State. I, I can't stand Dabo Swinney, and I know he's an Alabama I, guy, but I, I wouldn't take him. I don't want him. I, I can't, I'm, I, I'm with you. He, he, he likes to. He tries to run the score up on people. He's just. I can't say the word on the radio. Not a fan. Not okay, a fan. Okay. I got you. And, and, I, and I don't blame so you. T- you're turning your back on. Well, he wears he wears orange now. So, you know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, and they've got Boston College next, which is at one of the worst teams in college Snooze football. Snooze fest. Um, let's see. The USC Trojans are five and zero, and they they want to at home against uh, Arizona State forty two twenty five. Arizona State covered in that game. Yes, they did. They were plus twenty four and a half. That's correct. Uh, and they play Washington State next, and that that should be a pretty good game. The Huskies, Washington State at home Saturday night six thirty. Against the Trojans, number seven, Oklahoma State, which Oklahoma State has quietly moved up. You know, nobody's really talked about Oklahoma State a lot. Did you see Baylor's uniform? I did not. Oh gosh, what I mean, hideous! What's hideous? Your, what is your take on Baylor's uniform? What's they the, were like a mustard yellow? It was. It was bad. It was yeah. bad. All bad, uh, and all like, yellow. Their jerseys and their pants yeah. were all the same color type right. thing. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, I'm not, I'm not down with that type of uh, color scheme. You know what I mean? But the Ducks, did you see them the Saturday night? I they, did not. They they've come out. Believe it or not, when you think you've seen every combination of the Oregon Ducks uniforms over the years, they came out with something else, kind of this bright yellow and kind of a. I don't know, pea green colored. It was it was rather different. But anyway, the Oklahoma State is quietly four and zero, and they uh, beat number sixteen Baylor thirty six twenty five, and they take on Texas Tech next, and that should be a good game this weekend at two thirty. And now we get to the local guys, um, the Big Orange. Uh, the Vols are four and zero, like you guys didn't know that already. And uh, they are at LSU this coming Saturday at noon. That is 11 o'clock um, – excuse me, yeah. noon Eastern. That's 11 o'clock Central kickoff. Um, a, they've already caught a break there. 
A game being in the afternoon, <laughs> rather than being at game. night, yeah, or afternoon. Well, because the drunker those Cajuns get, the harder they are to handle. I'm not saying they're playing drunk. Well, I've I'm been just, told by locals that went there that the eleven o'clock game is worse than the night game. Really? Yes. Are they that hangover they, like hungover? That they angry? start at like six o'clock in the morning, and uh-huh. by eleven o'clock. They're they are primed. They're up. juice. The pumps They're are primed up. ready to go. So a lot of and, tomato juice is going to get. Sold and then by six six p.m. when they usually play, they've they've kind of quit and kind of <laughs> kind of teetering. Now, now I've been I've been up. to two night games at LSU and Alabama won both those games at night. Were you but, there when the Eldon caught the uh, screen pass from McCarron? Gosh, you know. Is that the end of I'd, the game? I'd probably had a couple too. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do remember that they they filmed that movie with Dennis Quaid. Uh, Any given Sunday? No, he it was it was an old movie about him that he was a galloping ghost or whatever from from LSU. But they oh okay they filmed uh, they filmed him uh, they filmed that at halftime. So they ran out all these cheerleaders and stuff in uh, like nineteen. Late fifties, early sixties uniforms, and and all the football players had on like leather helmets and stuff, and they were running around filming different plays in the end zone right there, which which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, you know, you don't get to see motion pictures that's true. every day. That's, no, that's true. When you're hammered at a uh, LSU Alabama game at halftime, and um, UT's a two point two point two and a half uh, favorite. Wow. Well, you know, LSU's offense has got to keep up with Tennessee's. That's it. And LSU's offense is sketchy at times. I'm interested to see what the Magic 8 ball thinks of that later in the week. Okay, I'll I'll ask it and we'll see what's what's going on. Uh, Number nine, Ole Miss Rebels, who had a just a what they call an old old slobber knocker of a game against the uh, Kentucky Wildcats this weekend. And I'm telling you, towards the end of that ball game, Levis for Kentucky. They're on about the. Uh, they're down by three, and they're on about the thirty-five yard line of Ole Miss late in that ball game, and they are driving, and um, Ole Miss really doesn't have an answer to stop them, and Levis pulls the ball down and tries to go kind of on the left side of the line, and uh, man, he got hit by a couple of Ole Miss players. And knocked that ball. I mean, he got hit and it knocked that ball loose and they fell on it and the ball game was over. But, uh, I mean, Kentucky with, without that, I think without that, they definitely go into overtime. Uh, and then, you know, who knows what happens in overtime? It really kind of depends. It, to me, it kind of depends on who wins coin tossing in overtime. I'm telling you right now, though, Drake, if Nick Saban retired tomorrow, I want Lane Kiffin. Seriously, I do. That's crazy. Oh, come on, man! He can. The guy can recruit. His offense is fantastic, and he's proven this year that he's willing to run the ball. And he's a riverboat gambler. He doesn't care. I mean, you know what I mean? I like the guy goes fourth down and six from his own twenty-seven yard line with ten minutes to go in the like first quarter, and you're like, "Dad, what have you?" Hey, Lane, man, they legalized pot down in Old Miss, in Oxford. But you know. Oh, University of Ole Miss has done a marijuana study Correct. For, for decades down there. Yes, and they grow it down there, and they recruit they recruit students to the program. So you get they, you go and you smoke pot, and then you stay on the stay in the lab, and you smoke pot that afternoon. No, you don't. I swear to God, no. I, I know a guy from PGA no, that did it. Absolutely, I think he was at a frat house. No. <laughs> 
Y'all, look it up. I'm telling I know you. there is a lab. I, 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 have, I have seen the documentaries on the lab. Yes, and they, they recruit students to come in and take different levels of levels of THC, and they kind of hold you. You know, I mean that you have. To, I mean, I thought that's what every college it's, is. it's for a few hours. <laughs> but I'm just telling you guys, wow. it, it's happening. Number ten, Penn State is five and zero. Oh. So you know, we've got. A, I mean, we got a whole slew of. Just, that's just the top ten. But the Penn State's five and zero. Oh. Uh, they they beat Northwestern only by ten, seventeen to seven. That, I had, they were favored by twenty five and a half, and I bet on those fools. I, mean, I bet on James Franklin, and they beat Northwestern, who's one of the worst horrible. teams in college football, only horrible. by ten. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. No, so, I agree. No, uh, you okay? So real quick, Utah Utes at eleven, uh, four and one, eleventh Ducks. The Kentucky Wildcats thirteen. Let's see who else. Wake Forest. I told you about Wake Forest. It hit. I told you about Wake Forest being going, going and beating Florida State. Now they're, they're getting a touchdown. Um, and then now there's nobody else really in the top twenty. We don't even have to go through those. I'm not even, Mississippi State is four and one. They they're listed at twenty three. Uh, they beat the you know what out of uh, Texas A and M. A and M did not have the offense to keep up with the with the power. A and M doesn't have you know A and M. They just don't have anybody. I mean they don't have anybody. In, Anybody to throw to now that Aeneas Smith is gone? I mean, you know, he was their main weapon and, and he's no good. And now Brad Johnson's son, who was a quarterback, hurt his throwing thumb. So they had to go back to their original starter of the season in that game. And that's probably who they're going to have Saturday against Alabama. So I can't wait to see what that line is. Hmm. All right. Winners this week in the NFL, Geno Smith. What's up with him at Seattle? They go up to, they go up and have a shootout against Detroit and they win. Uh, the Steelers, this might be the first losing season in 15 years for Mike Tomlinson. Correct. Um, Cooper Rush for, for the Cowboys is four and zero. Is a star out of nowhere. You know he's four and zero. I don't care what you say. The guy's win has better than Dak Prescott's been doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Baker Mayfield, come on against the Cardinals, uh, doing absolutely nothing. That stunk. Got 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 whooped. Uh, let's see. Uh, what about the Raiders getting on the board? The Raiders finally got. They had to get on. They had. They had win. That was a must win for the Raiders. And last yeah. night was a disaster for the Bucks. Uh, two Colts, uh, Shaquille Leonard, their their big defensive player, is is suffering from a concussion. And Jonathan Taylor, my number one guy on the fantasy league team, he's you know got that ankle injury. Uh, the Patriots are down to their third string quarterback, and uh, Bailey Zappi came in after Brian Horror went down. Bailey Zappi, that's a guy's name. The quarterback and he, from Western and he Kentucky. Looked, and he looked pretty good. Yeah, he played at Bowling Green. I mean, he, looked, he looked pretty good. They got beat by three, I think, uh, last second field goal. But he looked pretty good. Javante Williams is out for the season uh, for the for Denver, and that's the last thing they needed was their best running back going out. So we uh, – those are just some winners and losers uh, over the course of the weekend. We are right at the end of the hour, and I, I promised you guys – I would, I would find, like, I gotta find the magic eight ball. Hang on. Okay, there we go. Here we go. Magic eight ball pick for tonight. The 49ers, Jimmy G, and the boys are gonna take down the Rams. They're a point and a half favorite. And the magic eight ball says, get on the Niners. And you know what? If you've been keeping up with what the magic eight ball says, you in the money, honey. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all Thursday. I'm Drake. He's Clayton. Our guest guest buddy in here today is Corey Massey. 
And we will talk to you all Thursday at 4 o'clock. Talk to you then. See you.